Welcome to FX Podcast on OCBC Insights. In this FX Podcast, we will be talking about the impact of US presidential elections on the US dollar itself. My colleague William Viranto has published a few pieces on the US presidential elections, specifically on issues such as polling results and mail-in votes. So if you are interested in our latest views on these issues, uh, these pieces by William are available on the research website. Here, we will speak specifically about the impact of the presidential elections on the US dollar, and we will be taking two different angles. Now, the first angle is to examine the popular heuristic that a Republican president is generally better for the US dollar. Now, this approach starts with the idea or perception that the Republicans are generally better at managing the economy and they play a harder line on the foreign policy front. Now, the foreign policy area that the FX market is most concerned about is the Sino-US relationship. So the broad line of argument here is that a Republican president will generally lead to better US macro performance and also rising Sino-US tensions. Now, both these are dollar-positive uh, developments. So from here, such analysis generally conclude that a second Trump presidency will actually be a net positive for the US dollar. Now, looking back at the movement of the trade-weighted dollar in the 90 days after each of the last 10 elections, we find that there is no systematic advantage for the dollar under a Republican president. In fact, in the two instances where the dollar was actually weaker on a trade weighted basis after 90 days, in 2000 and 2004, we actually had Republican presidents uh, winning each of the races. So if anything, on a 90-day horizon, it does seem that the lifting of any political risk premium due to the reduced political uncertainty actually is a marginal dollar positive driver. Further out, this approach becomes even more problematic because any semblance of a consistent relationship between the dollar and the, the political party where the president comes from uh, breaks down if we take a longer horizon such as 6 uh, or 12 months or 24 months. So we find this approach that relies on the typical political inclinations of the winning president to be actually quite unsatisfactory. The second approach, which we think is better, is to examine which new administration is better positioned to address the current dollar negatives. Right? So what are the current negative drivers for the dollar? Number one is the market perception that the US re uh, recovery will be weaker into the end of the year, especially in the fourth quarter of 2020. Now, this is in part due to the impasse that we see in terms of the fiscal relief package. Second, the dovish Fed. And third, the yield differentials that are compressing in a way that is uh, not favorable to the dollar itself. Now, out of these three dollar negative drivers, perhaps the only one that the president, with the help of the US Congress, can directly influence is the first one. At the very least, the president, with the help of the US Congress, can push through a new fiscal relief package to support the economy in the near term and to allay uh, market fears on this front. 
Now, in this context, the question then is which administration can deliver the economic support quickly and decisively? And that administration should be the one that is the dollar uh, that is dollar positive in the near term. Now, if we look at the construct of the US political system, uh, the Democrat majority in the lower house, the House of Representatives, is not subjected to change this year. For the upper house, the Senate, the polls are calling for a slim uh, Democrat majority in the upcoming elections. Thus, in the near term, the ability of a Republican presidency or a Biden administration to push through Congress a new fiscal stimulus package appears to be slightly higher than a second Trump administration. Now, if we push further along these lines of uh, logic and basically recognize that there may be a potential market shock over the policy implications of a fully uh, Democrat-dominated political infrastructure, we find that the sweet spot may be for a Biden administration coupled with a wafer-thin majority for the Republicans in the Senate. Now, in this setup, the hope is for the political, politically experienced Biden to build bridges across the aisle and to convince just a few Republicans to support any short-term fiscal relief package, with a further assumption that any kind of cross-divide support for other typically Democrat political inclinations, uh, such as tax cuts, are less likely to come into fruition. Now, we think that, that is, this setup is sufficient to fill some near-term uh, optimism for the dollar. Now, beyond the near-term, other issues that are unrelated to the US presidential elections, such as uh, the Fed's dovish stance, will come into play. Therefore, we can no longer isolate the impact of a one-off event, such as the presidential elections, uh, to the longer-term dollar directionality. So in conclusion, we think that it is perhaps too convenient to simply link a second Trump presidency to a stronger dollar just because of the political inclinations of the Republican Party. If anything, such a relationship is going to be very, very fleeting. More importantly, I think we need to look at uh, the specific dollar negative drivers that we have right now and assess for our own which president is more likely to alleviate these dollar negatives in the near term. Now, in, in this context, we do think that the Biden administration may not be as uh, dollar negative as one may, one may expect. Yeah, that's all for uh, this round of uh, FX podcast and I hope that you find it useful. Thank you very much. This has been a podcast from OCBC Bank. Follow us on Spotify for more episodes like the one you've just heard.